Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Norhadi House, and I'm speaking now with Rodney Apple, a career coach, author of the Supply Chain Talent blog. He is also founder and managing partner at uh, CM Talent Group. Thanks for coming, and please welcome to Bichara Supply Chain, Rodney. Thank you very much for having me on, Norhadi. Okay, so uh, today we're going to talk about the power of mentorship in a supply chain coverage. But before that, can you please brief a bit about yourself, uh, your professional background, and how you end up with the current role at the SGM Talent Group? Sure, absolutely. So I have been in recruiting for uh, my entire career, so about 26 years, and most of that has been in what I classify as end-to-end supply chain and I got that experience uh, through working with several large corporations. So back in uh, around 2000, 2001, I uh, was asked to come into the Home Depot. I was living in Atlanta where they're headquartered, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And uh, the project was to build the very first supply chain department for the Home Depot. And they were a Fortune uh, 13 corporation back then. Uh and they realized uh, through, you know, doing some benchmarking and looking at other, you know, large retailers, uh, Target and so forth, that they were behind. <laughs> um, they were growing so fast that it was opening up facilities right and left. And, and they, they didn't really have a centralized inventory um, and replenishment type model like most of the, uh, you know, Walmart targets had in place. So we, so I went in and, and built this team of VP of supply chain, director of supply chain. They have 11 merchandising categories. So I hired a senior supply chain manager uh, for each of those uh, categories. And, and that's really where um, I caught the bug. I realized supply chain was going to be very big. It wasn't, it wasn't as popular as it is yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did that. And then um you know, stayed on and led all of their logistics, supply chain, and recruitment uh, across the United States, uh, 80 distribution centers, um, all the corporate transportation functions, and so forth. Uh, after that, I went over to the Coca-Cola company, also headquartered in Atlanta. I started out leading their manufacturing recruitment. They had 22 factories in the United States, um, beverage production facilities, had everything inside the four walls at the salary level, you know, production, maintenance, quality, engineering, and so forth. Um, I, I later, you know, soon after, uh, I inherited, uh, the rest of the supply chain function. So I had everything from global sourcing procurement, all the inventory planning, supply demand, SNOP and so forth. Um, uh, logistics, of course, transportation, warehousing, sustainability, um, continuous improvement, lean six sigma. So I was exposed to really that broad end in supply chain for, mm-hmm. and I spent about 10 years with those companies, filled about a thousand different professional up to executive roles. And I credit that experience to our success here with, you know, kind of flipping sides. Uh, I have my own executive search firm now and, and, uh, you know, I, that experience, the knowledge I gain, and, and especially the relationships that you can develop has really helped uh, propel our growth here 
that FCM talent group. Awesome, interesting. So um, talking about the uh, mentorship, uh, Rodney, I wanted to ask you a very fundamental questions. Uh, first is uh, why mentorship matters in the supply chain and what are the most benefits for having a mentorship program in the uh, organization or company? Sure. So when it comes to supply chain, um, it, you know, as you know, it's, it's a very broad, uh, diverse and complex business function. Yeah. And, and supply chain, it's similar to finance. It's, it's one of the two areas of a business that, that really touches all aspects um, from sales, you know, marketing, obviously the operations uh, and so forth. So, you know, you have to factor in uh, the, com- the complexity uh, and the ambiguity. <laughs> when I say ambiguity, you know, there's a lot of grayness. And I think it's because uh, every supply chain is unique and companies call like the same job titles, many different things. And um, so y- you have the stakeholder engagement where you're working across the enterprise. You're also working externally with obviously suppliers and, and you know, getting product to your customers. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a very broad, diverse, complex function. And I feel like mentorship is, is, is important in supply chain. So you can transfer that knowledge a lot quicker, um, throughout the organization. Uh, you can also improve the stakeholder engagement, um, accelerate leadership and learning. Uh, there's, there's many benefits that can be gained. And I like to kind of break these down because, you know, obviously we think about mentorship, you know, the, what's in it for the mentee, uh, the person that's getting the coaching and, and so forth. But there's also benefits that apply to the person that's doing the mentoring. Um, and obviously there's benefits to the, the employer or the organization as well. So um, as, as far as the mentee goes, uh, you can access um, an untapped network. Uh, you can increase your, your visibility within a company. Yeah. Obviously uh, accelerate uh, leadership development. Mm-hmm. When it comes to goals and planning out, uh, you know, your actions and how you're going to accomplish those goals, it's, it's always great to have someone that can help you uh, with setting goals, but especially keeping you on track and pushing you, making sure you're reaching your goals, improve your self-confidence, uh, your communication, soft skills are just important in supply chain as the hard, you know, technical skills and so forth. Um, can help you really figure out uh, how to map your career and, and, and provide some advice, um, give you some constructive feedback on what you're doing well, what you're doing not well, and so forth, how to maybe navigate through, you know, the company culture. You know, every company has its unique uh, culture and politics and things like that. Um, you know, sharing best practices, that's a, that's a really uh, good one there. Um, you can gain invaluable insights into, you know, trends and new technologies um, and so forth. Um, but also, you know, you, you can hit roadblocks in your career and, and, and they can help you avoid uh, some of those uh, common mistakes. Uh, clearly, you know, when it comes to skill development and things like that, that's, uh, that's a great tactic uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. As far as uh, the benefits for uh, the, you know, the mentor, the person doing the coaching and so forth, it helps to, uh, you know, establish yourself as a subject matter expert and, and obviously a leader, someone that really cares about fostering uh, growth uh, within a company, uh, can expose the mentor to some fresh ideas, uh, especially if you're mentoring, let's say, you know, uh, folks that are coming out of college um, and can get some new insights into what they're learning in school and things like that. Um, I th- 
as someone that's been a mentor myself, uh, you know, gratitude, uh, you get a lot of satisfaction uh, when you're helping others succeed and achieve their goals. Uh, let's see. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And then as far as the, uh, as the employer goes, it's, it's a very cost effective approach to uh, talent development, learning and development. Mm. Uh, it also helps with um, increasing employee engagement when you have a, a, a mentorship program. This can in turn improve your employee retention rate uh, when they're better engaged throughout the workforce. Obviously, transferring uh, critical business knowledge and skills. You look at people that are, you know, succession planning, folks that are retiring. It's very important to cascade that knowledge down throughout the organization uh, and so forth. You're developing a culture of learning and development yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are kind of the big ones. <clears throat> awesome. And then uh, what would be the best approach for uh, starting the mentorship program in the organizations? Shall we formalize or any other platforms that we saw look at it? Sure. I think first and foremost, uh, you want to get, really clear on establishing the goals, uh, objectives, and, and the guidelines for a mm-hmm. mentorship program. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, that comes down to looking at, you know, maybe conducting a SWOT analysis, you know, what are, what are we really good at and, and where do we have gaps? And then that way, let's say you have issues with employee retention, you've got a lot of turnover. So, you know, you may want to focus a mentorship program around improving employee Uh, engagement throughout the organization and so forth. Um, You know, looking at the overall talent development plan, succession planning, you know, what is the desired outcome? Who all will be participating in this? How long should mentorships last? Do you want to get a basic understanding of, of uh, where the, where the critical needs are from a learning development, leadership, transferring knowledge, um, et cetera. So you can start, um, crystallizing those goals, objectives, and formalizing some of the guidelines. And, and then from there, I think it's important. And now obviously in small, mid-sized companies, you know, you, you could have more of a, a looser informal type program, but when you get into these large corporations, it's very important to establish. Um, you're probably going to need at least a resource or two that can um, spearhead and, and manage uh, the program, such as like a mentorship coordinator Um, I think it's also important to have some kind of a steering committee as well. It it could be members of, you know, uh, HR. You could have someone from recruiting. Uh, You absolutely want to have some folks from the supply chain leadership team as well. Um, It's, you know, cross-functional so they can cut across the enterprise there um, when it comes to the supply chain organization. I think it needs to extend not just at the corporate level, but I think it's extremely important especially if you have internal operations such as manufacturing and distribution, warehousing, fulfillment. Um, Cause one of the things I remember in my corporate days is, you know, uh, people out in the field were a lot more inclined to, you know, to better partner with you when you have had, you stepped into their shoes, right? Um, Cause nobody wants someone from corporate that's never been in a factory or warehouse coming in and telling them what to do. Um, so I think having that mentorship program that extends out into the operations, um, it really helps provide those meaningful um, connections. Cool. Uh, from there, it's a matter of, of you know, there's, there's software out there. Um, if you want to, you know, 
if you if you're a large company, you probably need some, need some kind of a tool that can that can manage these uh, these mentorships. Um, but if you're a small mid-sized company, you can probably do it on Excel or, or something like that. So there are definitely tools out there as well. But I think it's important to um, you know to identify who who would be good mentors, uh, what kind of skills and experience uh, value they bring to to the the program. Um, and then from there, you know, looking at folks that, um, that want to be, you know, the, the mentees and, and having a, a system where you can, you know, pair the mentor and the mentee together. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Another question I would like to ask is, uh, what are do's and don'ts for mentors and mentees? Uh, so, uh, do you have any, uh, suggestion tips and tricks for making a good mentorship program? Absolutely. Um, well, you know, you certainly want to, the, you know, make sure you manage the expectations and that you're tracking uh, progress and measuring results. Yeah, uh, that's that's critical critical for success. Mm-hmm. But um, as it relates to, you know, some of the uh, do's and don'ts, um, you know, seek out mentors that have deep experience in the areas that you're most passionate about. Uh, in terms of learning and improving, uh, whether it be, you know, functional technical skills or, or leadership skills, uh, you definitely want somebody that uh, has strong leadership qualities. Um, you're going to be meeting periodically with your mentor. So it's very important. This goes back to having a good framework in place. Uh, you know, these are, this is what I'm signing up for. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to be, you know, when you meet with your mentor, uh, you know, you start out with kind of a kickoff meeting and what you're going to want to get out of it. But from there, there's going to be some to do's and action steps. So you want to make sure that you're, you're executing and, and, and uh, taking it very serious. Cause the last thing you want to do is show up for a, a follow-up meeting and you, you haven't uh, either, you haven't done your homework. <laughs> um, you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're nurturing these relationships. Uh, you want to, um, seek out uh, their advice when needed and, and help to facilitate mm-hmm. relationships as well. So those are kind of some of the keys in terms of being prepared uh, when meeting uh, with your mentor. Um, I think some of the things you want to refrain from, uh, you, know, you don't want, you know, to ask your direct manager to be your mentor. That person should already be giving you uh, coaching and especially, you know, managing your, your work, uh, uh, ensuring you're hitting the right KPIs um, and objectives and so forth. Uh, you don't want to look at a mentor as someone that's going to help find you a job. That's really not the purpose of a mentor. You want to work with a, a recruiter like like me uh, for something like that. Uh, again, you don't want to drop the ball on commitments that you've made. So again, when you sign up for something, you commit to it, make sure you follow through. You know, it's, it's okay uh, to have more than one mentor. I think a lot of people think of it as, okay, I've got one mentor and it has to be some kind of an executive. You can have other types of mentors as well, mm-hmm. such as, a, you know, think, think about a broad perspective. It could be people outside of the organization. You could be with a supplier. It could be with uh, a customer. It could be with a, a former colleague. So, so don't just assume you have to have somebody that's uh, a notch or two higher up within within an organization. And you can also have multiple mentors. I feel like in, through my career, I've always had mentors. Uh, it doesn't have to be a formal relationship. It can be informal. So being able to bounce things off of someone <clears throat> is very important. Yeah. Awesome. I would strongly suggest uh, if you, and especially now that we're, you know, we're living through this new normal and, and uh, 
you know, in, in this pandemic and a lot of uncertainties, if you do not have a mentor, I, th- I think it's critical mm-hmm. to have one now at, during these times. Cause it's yes. so, it's so nice to have, you know, someone there that can help lead you through um, these uncertainties. Uh, there's obviously been a, a tremendous amount of layoffs, uh, not just here in the United States, but around the globe. So seek someone out, uh, that can help you and be be there to bounce things off of. Um, if you're an employer, and especially if you don't have a mentorship program, this is an extremely cost-effective way um, to improve your organization. We've already discussed the benefits, but transferring knowledge, uh, uh, improving your retention rates, improving uh, leadership skills, soft skills, there's so many things you can achieve in terms of benefits that we've kind of touched on. So if you don't have anything in place, now is a wonderful time, especially when things tend to be a little bit slower from an economic standpoint. Now is just a wonderful time to, to put something in place and start having those conversations. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So uh, thanks again, Rodney. It's uh, really awesome discussion today. Um, and look forward to seeing you at another time. Hey, thank you very much, Nirhati. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.